1: Come on, tell me really y'all think that Do you really think that The world gives a damn about you? Hell yeah. no it don't get told people Who you gonna turn to you gonna, gonna turn to Listen people You better take a look at yourself Yeah, yeah. Talking to my people nice, But you just don't see What you looking at you're living, Caught up in the lost in ghetto, your dream, people. ghetto people, stop giving up your self-respect, stop it, y'all. talking to my people, yeah, life can take some strange turns on you, living with the pain. A day that's not worth having. Chances on the shore, falls of you will never gonna feel what you need. When what you really want inside can only come from you. people, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Do you really think that, Do you think it all? Giving up a second thought about you now. Get some people to the recording. Tell me people. You gotta take a look at yourself. Yeah. Get some people. Where do you wanna be? Where you wanna be? Where your life is. What's with your life? Running like a red disease. Uh. Running like a red disease.
2: But there were others as well, as Timeri, Punt and Nubia. So we poured us slibation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say I We poured us slibation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe. Civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, a outstanding educational institution. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Ding Mark Vesey. Hope all is well for you today. Hope you're have a great. going to have a great weekend where you're going to get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do, and I hope the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. But of course, it is not. And you know that it has to get done. I mean, because sometimes people just be putting stuff off, procrastinating deeply, but that ain't, that ain't you. You'll get it done. Right on. <laughs> This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that. The drop-down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled but you also if you whatever search engine you use Firefox Google whatever you know uh, go there for the search engine type in babaoshi.net b-a-b-a-o-s-h-i dot net babaoshi.net and there will be programs that are dated entitled from um, time for awakening so other programming we have here on time for an awakening media this program of course 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday and Friday and then on Monday evenings from 8 to 9 Black Therapy Central with Dr. Mawiyah Kambon, Dr. Kamal Kambon and her daughter Nataki Kambon from 9 to 10 on the first and third Mondays conversations, reparations conversation, reparations with Brother Jamoke and Sister Lacey on Tuesdays at 8 p.m., from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers. On th- On Thursdays, yeah, the Wednesday program is not happening, so it's a Thursday program, and it's from 7 to 8, uh, Mississippi on the Move, the Black Liberation Movement, Mississippi on the Move, the Black Liberation Movement. And then on Fridays, if it is Friday, and today is Friday, at 8 p.m. this evening, it'll be time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. On Saturdays from 7 to 9, the Sankofa Elders Council. And then on Sunday at 7 p.m. once again, time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832 three two we buy black we buy black the the largest online marketplace for american african-owned businesses is com. get everything you need from american african-owned businesses is webuyblack.com uh you know they have a little starter piece that they got there they've been promoting for months Where you're going to get the toothpastes the uh, the detergent and all kinds of other uh things that i'm not sure the cost of it but um We need to support all those entities that support us. And, of course, We Buy Black is trying their best to raise the money, the million, one point something million that they need to raise. I think they're at a pathetic and pitiful half million uh, to open a supermarket here in the Atlanta area, here in the city of Atlanta or in the Atlanta area. I don't know which, but whatever, because it's ridiculous, it is ridiculous it is ridiculous that it's gone on now for years for this call to happen and still you know but supposedly you know Atlanta black Wakanda you know Atlanta's Wakanda Atlanta ain't no damn Wakanda Atlanta ain't Atlanta ain't no Mecca it ain't no utopia Atlanta ain't none of that shit for black people Atlanta is just as bad for us as it is Anywhere else here, and that's real. Africa for the Africans, Africa for the Africans. Uh, brother Bamani Tahimba, that's my brother. He's been taking our people on the trip of a lifetime for many years, and um, since 06, I believe. And uh, he's got a trip coming up. November 17th through the 28th, I will have him on the program prior to him uh, taking the trip to Tanzania. It's only $4,000. I'm quite sure maybe if you wanted to squeeze in, you got the 4G to squeeze in. I'm quite sure it might be able to do that. I don't know. But, you know, I'm going to give his number out at the end of the program. But you can also go online to Africa for the Africans.org, Africa for the so tanzania this month from the seventeenth to next next month is still October oshi <laughs> and then december twenty fourth to january fifth twenty twenty three for four thousand dollars ghana march thirtieth to december tenth twenty twenty three for thirty eight hundred dollars senegal and Gambia. May 24th to June 5th, 2023, $4,000, Ghana. July 20th through the 30th, 2023, $4,200, Rwanda. November 16th through the 27th, 2023, $4,000, Tanzania. December 24th, 2023 to January 4th, 2024 for $4,200. South Africa, March 29th to April 9th, 2024, $3,800, Liberia. As you can see, this brother's had an array of places that he has taken our people and continues to do so. He deser- definitely deserves to be supported. Uh, contact um, Brother Momani Tahimba if you want to contact him by phone. 404-931-9429. That's 404 404- Nine three one nine four two nine. Brother Bomani Tahimba. If you want to see pictures of previous tours, Facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos of previous tours, go to Facebook, excuse me, go to YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. Africa for the Africans. Habesha. Habashah stands for helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. And of course, uh, Habashaw's mission is a Pan-African organization that cultivates leadership in youth and families through practical experiences in cultural education, sustainable agriculture, entrepreneurship, holistic health, and technology. The Kashi Project is happened. They had the, uh, um, the um, opening and uh, so it's happening in Africa. There's a place for you to go, for you to stay, in Ghana. So go to Africa for the excuse me, go to Habasha Incorporated dot org to the website where you can learn more. And hopefully maybe you wanna go with uh Habasha and check it out. All right? Habasha the Leds Group. Leds stands for Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. The Leds Group, with Brother Peter Brown, haven't had him on the program in a while, got to get him on the program. You know, the Leds Group is is an organization that deals in areas of the four areas of human existence, food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects in six different African countries and over 170 employed with over 260 members. Become a member of the ledge group in fact membership has its privileges you can buy land for $250 an acre in Tanzania might, that land might be overlooking uh, Mount Kilimanjaro or might be near the Serengeti but you can buy land in Tanzania so the ledge group Abibi Atumi Abibi Atumi a-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I, com. The African uh, musician has a healer understanding the music of the Maasai of Northern Ghana Moise, excuse me, the Moise of Northern Ghana and that is going to be tomorrow it's going to be tomorrow it's at 3pm and uh, I think that's 10 o'clock our time 10 o'clock our time. 10, 11, 12, 1, 2. uh, 11 o'clock our time. Okay, that's even better. 10, okay, 11 o'clock. 12, 1, 2, 3. 11 o'clock. (laughs) Because I've got it five hours ahead. And that's tomorrow, five hours ahead. But uh, go to the website, A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I, com com, and uh, the information will be there uh, do not miss this inspirational presentation as master musician and multi-talented artist Suma Ballet discusses the healing and empowering elements of the Mose music join us for an in-depth discussion and a lively musical demonstration uh, Bibiatumi, the water rescue in Jackson Mississippi brother Moses West dot org. The Moses West Foundation dot org. The water rescue is happening. Jackson, Mississippi has has a current estimated population of hundred and fifty, hundred and eighty people who have lost complete access to running water and clean. In fact they did a piece today on the uh the National News about the water in Mississippi, the river the Mississippi River that some of the barges can't even. You know, it's a serious problem. It's a serious problem. Number one problem, of course, is drinking water, but water overall. Climate change is real. And and these people, those who are in control because of greed, everything that is happening in this world is because of the Europeans' selfishness and greedy nature. Lying son of a bitches. Greed. Greed. That's why there's inflation. That's why all these other... Greed. I mentioned the other day about the billionaires. (sighs) Okay, where am I at? (laughs) All right. Brother, go to his website... Brother Moses West Make a contribution. Makes you know, donate to it. Uh, one thing he does is he can he keeps control of the um, three hundred thousand dollars is a goal for Jackson. It's at it's at fifty one thousand. It's at fifty one thousand. So you can see it's a long way off. that and it started um, August thirtieth. So that's seventeen percent. So brothers and sisters, please do what you can. I'm, I'm donating. I'm going to be a donor. Because I know how important it is. Because it's not just about Jackson, Mississippi. It's about other parts of this country, and other parts of this world, particularly on the continent, where our people are. That water, drinking water, is something that a lot of us don't have access to. There's no shortage of water. Water's all around us, all in the atmosphere. Brother Moses West created a machine, the atmospheric water water generator A W G the atmospheric water generator that takes the moisture out of the air, goes through a a filtration process open the tap, out comes Mm -hmm. clean drinking water that you can not just use for drinking water but you also can grow food aquaponics there's a lot of things that can happen with that okay All right, where we at now? (sighs) Man, Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar this weekend. Of course, Wadada's located on Ralph. They've been having having in the West End, near the West End Mall, across the street from Soul Vegetarian, up the street from the Shrine of the Black. Madonna, Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar. Delicious, smooth, fruity, (laughs) delicious fruit smoothies (laughs) and other drinks, Vitality drinks. Also a health Food market and healthy uh, herbs and so forth. All that is at Wadadas. Check it out. Wadadas. And of course, you want to give them a call at 404 444 1635. That's 404 444 1635. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier. Mom, my good sister, Mama Nia, she has an outstanding fine selection of books postcards greeting cards t-shirts figurines you got it you name it and um, give her a call at 404 346 404-346-3263 the medu bookstore in the Greenbrier mall the other bookstore we we promote is my good friend, Brother Gazim de Ajamu, the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar, located in uh, Lithonia, that is east of here, off of I-20. Just um, jump on I-20, going east towards Augusta, and uh, exit 474, which would be a Turner, no, excuse me, which would be for for Lithonia. And take uh, my brother out. Give him a call at 770-305. Six three seven three seven seven zero three zero five six three seven three. There's light in the black dot. Up the street, the next exit up east from where Brother Kazemdi Ajamu's, the Black Dot Cultural Center and Coffee Bar, is, exit seventy five Turner Hill Road for the new Black Wall Street Market. You make a right once you exit seventy five on Turner Hill Road. Go three lights, make another right, and there it is on the left, the new Black Wall Street market. Us Lifting Us, the Economic Development cooperative for our people. They had their Thursday night broadcast last night on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash U-L-U, Us Lifting Us. Every Thursday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, you can call to listen, or you can call to give questions, comments, or concerns by dialing 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us lifting us to economic development cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa, cooperative economics, or as we like to say, family-centered economics. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop, and, no, and so much more. That's I, 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 <laughs> Should put that homeland village cultural gift shop and so much more because Brother Abija has it going on in Macon, Georgia. He has a, I mean every inch of that of his places is, is is filled with all kinds of good stuff, uh, holistic health products, beauty products, oils, incense, CDs, DVDs, literature, uh, literature books, jewelry, furniture, clothing, and even has a vegan restaurant on the premises. That's Brother. My brother B Jim. And and um, Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop located 2910 Napier Avenue in Macon Georgia give him a call at 478-256-1166 that's 478-256-1166 the cultural Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop alright okay Sun got a sense. Sun got a sense, Your one-stop natural shop located 4140 Jonesboro Road at Forest Park, Georgia, inside the International Discount Mall. Booth 225. For more information, contact my sister Shelly Ahmed said at 404-434-7963 that's 404-434-7963. Sun got a sense. Your one-stop natural shop. sanjay Haiti. Sister Gabrielle Aurelia has been doing outstanding work with working on our young people in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. Mama Marimba sent me a piece on Haiti. It's just sad. It's pathetic. I thank you, Mama Marimba. But boy, it is. And then they're talking about bringing Americans into uh, into Haiti. And of course, the people don't want that to happen. They want the government and and the people of Haiti to sit their ass down and discuss the problems and figure out how they can do it amicably and for all those who are involved. This is ridiculous. Sanjay-Haiti.org. S-O-N-J-E-A-Y-I-T-I.org. Sanjay-Haiti.org. Okay, man. Yeah, it makes you want to holler. Throw up both your hands. Akaban Institute, Baba Baruti and Mama Ya, are doing all that they can to raise the level of consciousness and awareness, and more important, preparedness for our sovereignty, for our liberation, for our self determination. Akaban Institute is that entity that needs to be supported to bring that to reality. Send Make your check or money order out to Occupant Institute. Send it to P.O. Box 10786 Atlanta, Georgia 30310 But of course you can use PayPal On PayPal, go to PayPal put in yahbaruti at yahoo.com On Cash App put in dollar sign yah, Y-A-A the letter M and then Baruti B-A-R-U-T-I and uh, make your donations Hopefully you'll make them big donations or small donations, but make them. Hopefully you want to do them once a month or once a week, whatever. It is always welcome and definitely needed. Also too, uh, Ackerman Institute, uh, Akabin House. Akabin House. So the books that Baba Rudy uh, has written, he's prolific, they're available to you to go to AckermanHouse.com. akabinhouse.com. Brothers and sisters, just in a couple of weeks, November 19th, Kibuka, the 17th annual Kibuka. Remembering the middle passage through the eyes of our ancestors. Remember the middle passage through the eyes of our ancestors. Baba Baruti, Mama Yah, will be at the sweet spot, 675 Metropolitan Parkway in Atlanta, the sweet spot, from 9 to 10 on November 19th. For more information, contact the Barudis at 404 753 7237 404 753
5: 7237.
2: Okay, the Enye Sasim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. The Nye Sasim. Yeah. Of daily revolutionary thought. October 27th. If we truly knew and felt the slave experience, the captive experience, we would divorce ourselves from everything that delivered those expectations and those experiences to us. Once again, we would divorce ourselves from everything that delivered that experience to us, whether they were social, economic, or even religious. Nonacontu, Dell Jones. We have come to accept the self-defeating falsehood that wealth and income are synonymous. Because conspicuous consumption has become the primary source of our self-esteem, we seem determined to remain ignorant of the fact that wealth, not income, gives real power. There is even greater confusion over our relative economic position, especially as it translates into actual individual and group empowerment. As a result, we come to negotiate our needs from a relatively powerless position. Undoubtedly, the problem is not one of income because we have nearly $900 billion in spending power. This is up from 300 billion 20, 30 years ago, 1990. Instead, our condition develops out of the misperception that our income itself is sufficient to ensure our interests. For a while, we constitute conservatively approximately 15% of the population. We have less than a half of 1% of the nation's wealth and repeat. We have a population supposedly at 15%, and it seems like that 15% has remained constant over the last few decades, which is ridiculous. We have a younger population, so I'm quite sure it should grow, but there are factors preventing that growth. 15%. Of the population, we have less than a half of 1% of the nation's wealth. And this is down from 1% to 3% just two decades ago. We had 3% and some said 5% of the nation's wealth, which is, of course, when you look at 5% of 100. (laughs) Five. And this is down from 1% to 3% just two decades ago. Even more interesting that it is an an incredible drop from before the end of our captivity when freed Africans made up 1.6% of the population but also controlled approximately one half of 1% of the country's wealth. We came out of it with nothing and we're still there today. Nothing. A near ideal situation given that the Openly racist nature of this society at the time of the fact that the rest of us were being forced to subsidize the wealth of Europeans for free. More interesting that this is an incredible drop from before the end of our captivity when freed Africans made up 1.6% of the population, but also controlled approximately once again a half of a half of a half of one percent of the country's wealth. A near ideal situation given that the openly racist nature of this society at the time and at the fact that the rest of us were being forced to subsidize the wealth of Europeans for free. Affirm, I distinguish income from wealth. Affirm, I distinguish income from wealth. We have no wealth. We got some income. We got some income. We get paid. October twenty eighth for no man or woman that is free to chase stars is satisfied with chasing balls. My good brother Lester Velton and good ancestor Lester Velt Middleton, Lester Velt Middleton, who has interviewed all our great scholars, go to YouTube, put in Lester Velt Middleton and you want to hear John G. Jackson. Asa Hilliard, Francis Marimba and so many more Dr. Ben Dr. John Henry Clark Ivan Von Cernam Lester Veldt Middleton interviewed them all it can be difficult for some of us so mesmerized by the trinkets and the theories of materialistic western science to imagine the breadth and depth of the African genius but there are facts that may give these, those of us who are still curious, worthy clues. For for one, our ancestors knew the physical universe, even though how much they knew may never be known to us because of the arrogant, childish, barbaric, jealous destruction of aliens. That's what they are. Before Europeans, Africans had mapped suns Listen to this. Before Europeans, Africans have mapped the sun's orbit. We know that they knew that the sun had its own year an orbit in this galaxy lasting 25,920 years. Even still, those of us in awe of this phenomenal genius has to ask even more revealing questions about how long had they had this, did they have this knowledge how long would it have been how long could it have taken for them to acquire the scientific worldview and technology that would allow them to even begin to form a question about the Sun having its own orbit how long did it take for them to clearly recognize an orbital pattern that could be studied charted and understood and then how many 25000 year cycles Could have had, would that have taken to witness this in a scientifically advanced state in order to understand and confidently state this cycle accurately as a scientific fact? Our genius is immeasurable. So, how could we be satisfied with just chasing a ball? I say, affirm, being descendants of genius, I am genius being descendants of geniuses. I am genius. October 29th. Once you make up your mind to cross a river by walking through, you do not complain of getting your stomach wet. EU proverb. There are so many forces working against us, being African, that it can become so easy, even relieving for those not truly dedicated to being themselves, to, to impatiently complain about what they consider to be an undue hardship, and a slip into a less demanding psychology. Difficulties have never been an issue for those of us who know that to be anything other than our African selves is insanity, and insanity is to be avoided by any and every means necessary in fact we are on a life quest of struggle we are on a life quest for struggle because we know that only this way will the path of our most ancient uncompromised selves become clear affirm I struggle toward the knowledge and a way of truth without complaint affirm I struggle toward the knowledge and the way of truth without complaint brothers and sisters the ene sesim of daily revolutionary thought man the wisdom of that yeah? yeah it is the wisdom of that is deep I love it the ene sesim of daily revolutionary thought so i talk about a few things you American exceptionalism. L- let me once again give you, uh, and 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 I have procrastinated, brothers and sisters. My pro- my procrastination is going to end. I apologize. I found the card that um, Dr. Wade Nobles gave me at that symposium last month at uh, at uh, um, Clark Atlanta. I'm going to use it. And uh, I'm going to contact him, hopefully have him as a guest. And uh, because even when I talked to him at the symposium, you know, I mentioned to him that I always, uh, I've always, when I first heard it, that definition of power, considered to be the most definitive definition of power. You know, and especially for us as African people, Because we are under an impression about what power is. We really don't know what power is. You know. So. Many people. You know. Especially around this time. Because of the. um, Because of the. um, The elections coming up. You know. That we can vote and have and we can empower ourselves you know um, the educational process here in the United States supposedly one of the best in the world of course we know that it's not and they know that it is not you know so you know the money the money that they print on a you know daily weekly monthly yearly basis that's just like that time before when he talked about the indebtedness of Africans well Africans hold debt in American money and they want you to repay that debt but Americans they ain't worried about no damn debt I told you that the debt crisis now uh, brother Jay called in here about the debt crisis and what could happen but they just continue to print more money you know so yeah so what is power what is power how do we get it how do we keep it how do we exercise it what is power if it is not money if it is not influence if it is not education and information I, I you know there was, there was a couple of radio programs one in fact the one I played and listened to periodically out of DC you know where power is information no it's not Information is not power. You can have information that is flawed and inaccurate. We have constantly had information from this society and it affects us and that's why we have no real power because we believe it. We believe in their definitions. We believe in their whatever. (laughs) Their systems. We believe in them. We believe that we're in the same damn boat. No, we're not. Europeans are on the Titanic. They are about to drown. And should we drown with them? Should we drown with them? Or should we chart our course for independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for us? Should we understand that Pan-Africanism or perish is real. Should we understand that, you know, unify or die is real. If we do not unify, not being lobstick with everything we do, but unify to the purpose that we know that what we do collectively is vitally important to our our very existence. power power is the ability to define reality the second part of this i'm not too hip uh, you know but that's what europeans have done power is the ability to define reality europeans has imposed their reality on others to make them accept their reality as if it's their own that's what happened. They came here and imposed their culture on this land and took this country and eliminated people, killed them. And yet, in this, today's world, these Europeans, these Caucasians, they don't want you to learn that. They don't want you to teach that. They don't want the 1619 project to talk about when you came here and what happened. No. They want this sanitized mumby pamby pablum version of, of a history that they like. Just like Herschel Walker's uh, commercial. It's pathetic. It's so, it's so sickening. It's so sad. It's so sad. It's so weak. Power is the ability to define reality and then have then have someone else accept your definition as if it's their own. I don't want nobody to accept our definition as of, of of reality. I want us to establish reality in our image and interest. Exclude all those things, all those people, all those cultures. Co- exclude everything that does not benefit and does not move us forward to being who we are Africans we are in dire situation and this country wants you to believe that you are part of this this is this is just as much your yeah right we need to define reality for ourselves if you want to get in this conversation, give me a call at 215 490 9832. I got a number of you in the queue already. Hit star twice. If you want to give a question, a comment, or a concern, hit star twice. Question or comment or concern. You know. Yeah. I tell you. Sad, isn't it? Yeah. Let me play this right quick. I haven't played this in a while in and in, and in, in what's happening is the fact that you know uh let me see here getting it set up for myself you know what I'm saying i wanted to play this because this is part of um why we should be Moving towards because we have all we need. The only thing we don't have is our right minds. We have all we need. Here you go. We have a buying power of $1.2 trillion. But what are we doing with it? The Regional Coordinating Committee for the Pan African Federalist Movement in North America invites you to the North American Pan African Federalist Convention. This year's theme is African Political Unity for Sovereignty and Upliftment. So join us as we take action and prepare for the Global Pan African Conference live October fifteenth to nineteenth via Zoom. Register now at Eventbrite.com/slash
0: Pan African Federalist Convention.
2: Okay, my bad. <laughs> that's the not that's not the one I wanted to play. So we're going to play the one I wanted to play. Okay. Yeah. We have a buying power of 1.2 trillion. Yeah.
3: Um, there is a lot of talk of late on the African continent about the fact that Africans are awakening. There is a lot of talk about the fact that we are woke. But the question that I'd like to ask you is... Almost a hundred years ago, a man called Marcus Garvey Rose... And told Africans that they must unite. Unite in their control of resources. Unite as nations. Unite their imaginations, their dreams, aspirations and capabilities in Africa, and a race that will be able to self-determine and compete against other races. A man called Kwame Nkuruma came and said the same message, and another by the name of Malcolm X said the same. But the question is, after almost a century since the rise of Marcus Garvey, has Africa achieved unity? Do we control our resources? Do we unite in our aspirations, dreams, and have we elevated Africa into a continent and a race that can compete and self-determine against other races? The truth of the matter is we have failed. We have failed because we have remained divided. We've continued to work as 54 different states that continue to be subjugated. This is why the French continue to have 14 colonies on the African continent. It is why 36 African countries have got American bases in Africa on their soil. It is why many African countries continue to sell their resources, their institutions for debt to countries like China. And the question that I'm now challenging you, the woke generation is what are we going to do about it the reason we've got wars on the African continent is because we're being divided for conquest the reason we've got sanctions on the African continent is that all the independent knowledge and education, the power to take control of our resources can be destroyed so that Africa can continue to be colonized by our Western colonizers. This is why now we need to rise. Remember that you, the African American, with all your paper money, the greatest wealth among all black nations, only have paper money, but the true wealth is in Africa. The true wealth is the reason why Africa is under sanctions and war, the one that Europeans want to keep for themselves. You need to bring your paper man, your skill, your knowledge, your frustration back to Africa to invest it in the control of real wealth and real resources in the form of the oil, the diamonds, coal, lithium, cassiterite, and all the other resources that the Western worlds are fighting to control. Your paper money can be leveraged into machines, skills, technology, and the knowledge that Africa needs in order to move and prosper. You, the Caribbean, with your skill, power, determination. You, the Jamaican, the first people to resist European colonialism. You, the Haitian, the very first black peoples to defeat a European army. You are the answer to Africa's problems. You, the European African, with all that you've learned and earned. The basketball player, the soccer player, the sportsman, the singer, the musician, the actor. With all your billions of dollars. Are the investment that Africa needs to stop its dependency on the colonizer. It's about time that we rose. And I'm saying that Marcus Garvey's dream can be fulfilled because when he dreamt it, not a single country, not a single African country was independent. When he dreamt it, not many black billionaires existed, if any. But today we've got black billionaires. Today, the richest man in Africa is a black man. We have what it takes and the capacity that it takes to grow our continent into being a continent that can be respected and self-determined, control its resources, control the processing of those resources, and create currencies based on those resources to be the leading economy in the world. With that, we can industrialize grow up the technology curve and begin to create the machinery, the tools to defend the sovereignty of this continent. Now I say it's time that we unite. We have countries like Zimbabwe under U.S. war sanctions to make it unattractive for any African to come because Europeans are preserving it for themselves. But I'm inviting you my African American brother, you Africans in the diaspora, you Africans on the continent to say come and take advantage of the greatest reserves of lithium, chrome, gold, true wealth, land, an opportunity to develop infrastructure for us to create wealth as a people for yourselves, for the advancement. Of Africa. The time to awake is now, but awakening takes action, pride, investment, development, innovation to give our people power. This is the time
2: to give our people power. Once again, power is the ability to define reality. Do we want power or do we want influence? Baba Baruti, power and influence. In general, power is the direct, unmitigated exercise of self-determining conscious thought Regardless of others' interests or interference, it is the uncompromised actualization of one's will to into existence with the force that prevents any successful challenge to its determined presence there is no questioning conscious historically grounded spirit driven power influence on the other hand is not power it is the attempt to alter another more powerful individual or group's opinion or actions to your advantage. It is of lesser breed. Sociologically speaking, one cannot exercise influence as a means of forcing one's will. Of the two, only power can be effectively exercised in this way. The exercise or threat of exercising power falls within the domain of power, not influence. Therefore, outside of the intervention of the influencer's charisma, which is unlikely to seriously impact those well-trained in manipulation, influence is the act of belief in change. It is an expectation of a possibility based on goodwill, gullibility, and or objective humanity of power holders. In the case of Africans relative to Europeans, it is an act of wishful hoping against the record of history is an attempt at the pretense that gives the illusion of integrity and substance to a voluntarily civil manhood. Baba Baruti, no real power. There is no real power, brothers and sisters. No, there isn't. Until we exercise it, Europeans have imposed their will, has imposed their culture, has imposed their belief on us look how we have behaved look at what we're doing even today what our women are doing what our men are doing man I tell you we're gonna we're going to uh, take a break when we come back from the break we're gonna talk about United States influence is no longer what it used to be and it can never be because it was not built on anything real to begin with you know I think that's uh, one of the problems that we that we have but uh we got a little jazz yeah I've seen this piece of from the 1989 Mount Fuji Jazz Festival Freddie Hubbard on trumpet sugar this is his piece on sugar 1989 Freddie Hubbard on trumpet Stanley Turrentine on tenor sax. Ron Carter on bass. You know, I tell you, if you're a jazz aficionado or or you just like jazz, particularly more contemporary jazz, not that smooth jazz stuff and all that, I'm talking about jazz. And that, when you heard the word Ron Carter, you almost like, it was just, that was his name, Ron Carter on bass. Ron Carter, and he was so smooth. Ron Carter on bass Jimmy Smith on the organ Jimmy Smith one of the almost outstanding organists Kenny Burrell on guitar and Joe Chambers on drums so this is the 1998 Fuji, Mount Fuji Jazz Festival and Freddie Hubbard Stanley Turrentee, Ron Carter on bass Jimmy Smith, Kenny Burrell and Joe Chambers on drums Sugar listening to time for an awakening media part of the black talk radio network for podcasts or live programming hit them up at time for an awakening.com once again brothers and sisters you're listening to african perspective here on the motherland media network on time for an and black talk radio network.com that was sugar from 1989 from the mount fuji Jazz Festival in Japan, on trumpet, Freddie Hubbard on tenor sax, Stanley Tarantino, Ron Carter on bass, I said, it's a natural flow, Ron Carter on bass, Kenny Burrell on guitar, and Joe Chambers on drums. You're listening to African Perspective. Let me get Jay in here. Jay, good afternoon. You've been trying to get in. How you doing, Uh brother?
6: Now I was I was just tuning in. Um. Oh, to be honest with okay. you, man. I, I I mean, you know, I I don't even know what you were really talking talking about. I, I know it had something to do about our people, but of uh, course
2: it does always.
6: You know, <laughs> yeah, you know that yeah. that's it, man. You yeah. I don't know. Um, you know it is what it is, but I I was looking at the um the paper. A few minutes ago, man, and I was, I was just in shock and amazement, man, about this whole thing where you at, brother, with this, um, you know, simpleton, mindless prick, um, Hershey <laughs> Walker, and the possibility
4: yeah, that it, he may you know, win. Exactly. I, I mean,
6: it's mind boggling, brother. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I, don't, I don't understand how. Well, oh, no, no, let me let me be honest. Knowing the nature of the Uruguay. Thank you. Thank
5: the you. The
6: way that they like to control minor yes. simpleton Negroes like yep. Hershey Walker yep. to just be in a position to whereas, you know, like some simpleton Negroes that I've heard say that you should give Hershey Walker a chance. I mean, it, it just blows me away yeah. because there's no intellectual comparison between the two two candidates. And, you know, I, I mean, if I had to support one, it's no way in hell as a clear-thinking African I would ever support, you know, Walker. You would have to support Warnock, but to be in a situation to where this whole thing is even close. It's mind-boggling, man. It's it's, it's like you exactly. know what would make a Negro that has any ounce of sense vote for that piece of shit? I mean, the man is—he—he's not even alert to what's going on. He's like—he's like, he's like a, a, a puppet. Because yeah. all if he does become the senator of the state. All he's going to do is follow the dictates. Exactly. Of those you okay. rules exactly. And he's not going to do anything for anybody in the state no. of Georgia based alone on what the policies that he's going to be championing for and putting forward. I mean, it's my, it, don't, it doesn't even make common sense. You know? What, what? My question to you is this. To anybody who lives in Georgia, what the hell is he going to do for you?
2: No, the bottom line is his position, not just Georgia, ain't about Georgia. It's about the Republican Party nationally, the influence that it's going to have nationally. It's not about Georgia. They don't give a damn about Georgians. It ain't even about that. and, and, and And the Republican Party said that. I don't give a damn if he's uh, I had women 10 times aborted. I don't give a damn. I want that position. I want that position. Well, listen, Jay, we're going to talk about this a little bit later. I'm going to, I'm going to play this particular piece. Um, and, uh, to let me know what you think. So hang on. Okay, Jay.
6: Yeah, man, I'm, I'm definitely into the rest of the, to right. the rest of the show. I may have to click off if I get a call. Okay. But I'm in bro. Okay. Thanks Jay. Um,
2: this piece, of course, came to me from um, Brother Paul. Brother Paul sent some great stuff, man. I appreciate that brother so much from across the pond. But this piece is a good piece and, and I want us to listen. It's about 10 minutes to, to discuss this um, because the reality is Western society is failing. It is going down. and And so to many of us, we feel we have to go damn it down with it. We do not. We have choices. We have alternatives. But yet we believe that our our fate is tied to them. They're bringing it down because that's who they are. That's who they are. So let me play this particular piece for us. And then so we can have some discussion around this. Okay, family. Okay.
0: I think if you step back and especially if, uh, you know, take a not American mindset, but look at America, the most notable thing for me is as a society, we seem completely incapable right now of solving even one problem. Mm -hmm. We're just not solving anything. Uh, We have falling life expectancy in the United States unbelievable. Uh, We have, uh, of course, the opioid epidemic. We have a healthcare system that is twice the cost of any other healthcare system in the world. We're at perpetual war in the Middle East. We have the highest income inequality in American history right now. We have uh, crumbling uh, parts of our uh, infrastructure. We know It's been falling apart for a long time. But administration after administration recently, we haven't been able to build one mile of fast rail. Uh, We're patching at best, but not designing anything for the 21st century. And you step back and you say, that is really uh, a peculiar political system. Uh, Put aside all the debates about... uh, uh, what kind of uh, system, uh, the US Congress or parliamentary system, or just ask a question can a society address real problems and move to solve them? And I would say America has been unable to do that for probably about 30 years now, uh, where we identify the problem and nothing happens. Trump said, okay, I'm a builder. I'm going to build infrastructure. That was the last we ever heard of it. It's not going to happen on this man's watch. Be sure of it. But I have to say also with the President Obama, he gave a lot of speeches about infrastructure too. He didn't get one mile of fast rail built in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made a stimulus in 2009, 2010 during the financial crisis a decade ago but it was a blip. Spend more, spend less. End of story. Where was the structural change? Where were the long-term solutions? We don't have that. And yet we're the number one country. We run the world. Uh, We're now uh, dictating through the international financial system. Sanctions on this one. Sanctions on that one. You can't use the dollar. We'll punish you if you go to the international Criminal court and so on, as if uh, we're running the show globally. And okay, for a moment, when a bully talks like that, people in other countries stand back, but it's more like the cartoon character that ran off the cliff, doesn't realize it, thinks everything's fine, and then. And that is really what this book is uh, saying. We need a conceptual rethink of where we are in a world where the American century for basically the reasons of the spread of knowledge, technology, capacity around the world means we're not running the show, Mm -hmm. where the spread of problems around the world means, hey, we better cooperate. And we really need to rethink what are our priorities. We remain with the institutional priorities of this quasi-imperial state of ours, which overthrows governments or puts sanctions or dictates to others what to do. But it's not going to work this way. When the Soviet Union collapsed, we were the colossus, the new Rome, uh, the sole superpower of the world. And I'm arguing it was a a lot of illusion. Uh, The idea that there is one power that bestrides the world, especially one country with 4.4% of the world's population presuming to lead the world to be the superpower is very naive and very dangerous, in my view. Uh, It's uh, In essential terms, it is this word exceptionalism, which has been repeated throughout American history, that we are the exceptional country. Uh, That at this point, I think, makes us a a danger to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have ended up so vastly overextended military bases in more than 70 countries around the world, more than 700 uh, bases around the world. Wars uh, that are dragging on uh, endlessly uh, from Afghanistan, uh, the violence uh, throughout the Middle East uh, Libya, all our uh, drone uh, and covert operations uh, in Africa, uh, the Middle East, and and elsewhere, we are a danger to ourselves now by bills, taking this idea of exceptionalism so uh, in such an anachronistic way when it no longer applies. Those bills for those wars that you just described don't stop because the fighting has ceased. As Linda Bilms has written a, for an INET research report, the tale in terms of health care for the troops that come home and everything else, these are colossal expenses that we've undertaken. I think we don't really uh, feel, except by such wonderful studies, uh, how much uh, this uh, imperial state has weighed on American society in the budget, of course, in the unbelievable medical costs uh, that uh, continue through the VA system, in the uh, amount of uh, crisis that we're constantly bearing in places that we should not be involved uh, Mm -hmm. in uh, Syria, uh, which was uh, another one of the debacles, that one uh, where Obama played a a very heavy role. So my critique is uh, not policy. only about yep. Trump; it's uh, it's about American foreign policy and the establishment uh, American foreign policy that has gone on for decades. It's become uh, more and more unreal and uh, out of uh, kilter because the share of the world economy, or global finance, or technology that America uh, dominates, let's say, has diminished over time. We once were the economic colossus at the end of World War II. We were the the one standing that had not been attacked uh, on home territory except for one day, Pearl Harbor. And uh, we were a military, uh, technological, uh, financial powerhouse, of course. Uh, But over time, other countries, other regions uh, have developed. Of course, China is the uh, most remarkable case of economic development uh, that the world's ever seen 1.4 billion people uh, coming out of poverty in a 40-year period and uh, the reality of where we are today in the united states and where we term ourselves uh, as yeah. still the indispensable country or uh, trump's uh, foreign policy doctrine which says uh, american primacy in every region of the world, Uh, the military doctrine, not only under Trump, but now for a long time, that we should be able to fight two major regional wars successfully. Where does this imperial global uh, thinking come from? Now, Trump, uh, on the surface, said, well, we should pull back. And he was even called isolationist uh, in some ways. But actually, uh, what as confused as it is, so I can't get into his head exactly, but (laughs) as confused as the Trump administration is, we're continuing still on the basic idea that America must dominate, that we are the exceptional country. And again, as confused as uh, the Trump administration is, and uh, the president, I won't even go there in, in his understanding... But this new trade war with China is a part of this story. Mm-hmm. China's rising technologically. China is reaching uh, cutting edge in absolutely key technologies, whether it's uh, 5G and, and uh, broadband, artificial intelligence, uh, the whole digital revolution, phenomenal capacities. I say good and fine because that means that these technologies are more available around the world to raise living standards and improve our lives. But from an American uh, security point of view, in the exceptionalist mode, oh, we have to stop that. The way that Trump is trying to stop that is to scramble everything about the international system, start new uh, trade wars, and somehow try to bring China to, uh, to heel. Ridiculous. Uh, impossible self-destructive, wrong-headed, and missing all the important things of our time, like uh, can we get our heads around the environmental crisis? Can we uh, work together uh, with China to uh, address absolutely global concerns on health, on environment, on migration, on uh, a lot of the turmoil in the world? No, we're so determined to keep this primacy that we're going to do a lot of damage unless we rethink this
2: and a lot of damage has been done and continues to be done because well, number one these people you know the United States in their self importance and belief in their supremacy you know because that's something that they uh, Europeans have uh, have had particularly in these last 400 500 years not previous to that but these last four or five hundred years, uh, they've had they have they have the idea that uh, by divine right they should rule the world. You know that God has ordained them to be to be the people who should rule the world, who should run every damn thing. I tell you, the European. Give us a call at 215 490 9832, 215 9832 It's American exceptionalism, American imperialism, American running everything. And don't don't mistake this. It's America and Europe, same same stuff. Okay? It's the same stuff. If if, if they want to run it, it's the same stuff. For those in the queue already, hit Star twice. You can I've got a number of you guys in there if you want to. Give a question of common or concern. Hit star twice. And um, otherwise, give us a call at 215 490
6: 9832. 215 490 9832.
2: 347 347. Hey, yes, what's up, Jay? Who gave that that speech right there? Oh, uh, okay. Let me go back. Yeah, I should have did that to, from the beginning, but I had it. I had it cued, but uh, hold on. It's uh, it's uh, Jeffrey Sachs. Oh, okay, the economist. Yeah, Jeffrey Sachs.
6: Well, you know Jeffrey Sachs is part of the. Urugu's equation, but he was damn sure on point there.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. American hasn't been able to uh, build anything, do anything, except for impose a false sense of their superiority on the world on the world. And, all the military bases, in fact, when you talk about America, what really backs up its claims? is the ability to kill your ass. The ability to develop superior weapons, you know. And they can do it in an instant because they have... Hold on. They can do that in an instant because they have military bases globally. Everywhere. All on the continent of Africa. All in Asia. All in South America. All in the Caribbean. They have the ability to mobilize in an instant. And, you know, and uh, drop a bomb on your ass. Or, you know, bust a cap in your ass, whatever the case may be, United States. Which is the military arm. Understand? The United States is the military arm of European Caucasian extremism. Racism and privilege. Better known as white supremacy. They are the military arm of it. And and then what's unfortunate is those of us, as as Africans or black people, we facilitate that. We help support that. You know. Go ahead, Jack. Hey, um, yeah, what ahead. is America building? I'm sorry, what'd you say? What is America building? What is America building? Yeah. No, America ain't building nothing. America's trying to maintain. Trying to maintain its it's perception or this false sense of their superiority they're trying to maintain uh the fact that economically they still consider themselves because just like i said it's american exceptionalism a false sense of who they are economically militarily oh jay Jay, you're killing me man you're killing me bro (laughs) all that background
7: okay But what did that tell you? Well, the,
2: what it should tell all of us is the fact that America and, and, and the Western world, they have diminished in their ability to influence the globe. and And to me, that becomes very dangerous because that is their desire. And if their ability to do that starts to be... Challenge so deeply, I'm quite sure they're willing to blow this damn thing up, as opposed to
6: share it with anybody. So that makes it a fallen, that makes it a fallen empire. Yes. Which America is that nobody wants to accept and deal with because it's not like America is producing on the level that China is. It's not like they're producing on the level that India is trying to and that Germany and other places are uh, at some point in time African people are going to wake up and start producing also. Right. It's just a matter of the African being able to protect itself once it starts to develop and grow within the continent.
2: See, the, the deal is this. I believe I'm, I, I believe that you had that same particular vision is that Africa does that. It begins to develop. It begins to exactly. control their. It begins to control their land and to control their resources. And with those resources, begin to build, to begin to develop. And if you remember, I've played in a number of times uh, the Caucasian uh, Howard Nichols, who are telling this group of Caucasians that, and 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 basically the world that Africa must never be able to develop anything of its
6: own? No question. I mean, because if you're able to develop something that the world really needs, that you can control, unfortunately, we can't control the resources that we have that's shipped out all around the world and get fair trade for it because we have no military might in order to do it, then that's when you're in the position that you're in to be constantly used and abused. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, at some point in time, the dynamics always change in regards to these things. So, you know, it's not going to be me in your lifetime, I don't think. But at some point in time, African people are going to wake up And realize the potential of what they have.
2: I think I'm gonna live a few more hopefully maybe another decade or two, I hope, maybe.
7: But let's say it this way.
2: Yeah, but in that, I think it has to move in that direction. If it continues in the direction that it is on, then it's gonna be very bleak. It's gonna be a sad state. It's gonna be the dystopian world that the Caucasians always have in their movies, like Terminator stuff like that. But if it moves in the direction that I, that I hope it does, then it moves in a direction where there is hope in the world because of Africa's leadership in the world of, of, of being fairness, getting rid of this uh, uh, conspicuous consumption, this, this wanton capitalism, uh, this, this deep materialism, getting rid of that and being able to control the land, to control the resources, and to assist the people and developing that, and that will, you it, know.
6: It'll probably, I, I, I'll, I'll say this the change that is necessary for African people to really move forward on the level that we need to, I can't see it happening before the next 50 to 100 years.
2: Uh, we don't because have that. Jay, 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 we, Jay, we, we don't have that because I tell you, we we're, we're we're dealing with an evil entity. Urugu is a mean, selfish son of a bitch. And if we're, and if we don't put that put a check on that, if we don't begin to come together, pull as a people, pull our resources and do for ourselves, then we will cease to exist. We will be eliminated. We will we will cease to exist because everybody else who is fighting. Or who's going to probably fight over the resources of africa the chinese the indians i tell you they're moving in there already uh jay so we have to come together now this is imperative that's
6: why i'm saying what i'm saying because Mm -hmm. you know don't make it seem that there's not africans on the continent who understand what we're both talking about. No better doubt. Than we,
2: do. And I, we do. I agree. I agree. The,
6: the question is, they haven't been able to mobilize to fight what's going on to the point that they have the type of necessary survival that they need to have to move forward. Now, if something happens that it could happen quickly and that, people will wake up and see what's going on, so be it. But, I mean, as far as what's going on in this world between other nations, it don't look like it's getting no better because, you know, people don't realize it, but America is going to doom itself. It's not going to be no other nation that's going to doom America, China isn't going to doom America, India, nobody else is going to doom America. So it'll
2: be within, right?
6: America is going to doom itself from within mm-hmm. because of the sickness of these heroes who feel as though they must not share, that they must not get along, that they must have total control and dominance of other people. Who just ain't going along with it. And in the process, they're going to do harmful things to themselves. It's just like, you know, we spoke about it on Wednesday, and I don't think that people realize it to what's at stake if these Republicans get a hold of dissenting in the Congress and they decide to make a move in regards to these so-called entitlement programs and Biden doesn't back down when they make a move on the debt ceiling. Now, if they allow for America's debt to become the problem that it could become with the debt ceiling, then you move in fast forward on the total economic destruction in the country that because we don't manufacture or produce anything, really, we're not going to be able to recover from. Now, white folks would do that thinking that because they're super almighty that they're going to be able to recover, but they won't be able to recover from it. Well, listen, you know, the the Arabs... The the
2: the Arabs own a a decent chunk of... America's debt.
6: Chinese
4: do the too.
2: Chinese own a huge chunk.
4: India, of Germany.
2: That's right. I just mentioned them.
6: Everybody so, owns a, a, a great deal of America the truth be yes, told. Yeah. America is indebted to be honest. America is economically indebted to the world. Mm-hmm. And these white folks think that because they have the gun that they're going to be able to hold off the attack but it ain't gonna go down like that see because always remember we import so much stuff to make the economy move forward that if people just start to say we ain't sending you nothing because you can't pay your debt then what the hell are you gonna do your gun is not gonna be able to force somebody to send you something that ain't even gonna happen you can't be at war with every powerful
2: well let country me say this america the united states once again is the military arm of european caucasian extremism racism and privilege better known as white supremacy so the, given and, and that, and that fact
6: white nation brother huh that's not china that's not india right that's not germany no that's not those nations that that's have not, some sort but, of military might themselves and so and so therefore and so jake
2: and so therefore they will challenge that they will foolishly europeans caucasians will challenge that do you want to go into the brink of nuclear war? Unlike what's happening with with uh, uh, Russia's trying to take over the Ukraine, coming to the point of being so devastated because the war in itself was so ill-prepared uh, and and so ill-planned that now they're talking about dropping dirty bombs, which of course could have a negative effect on their people as well and anybody else in that region. No. Let's see. let me let me get well, a couple I'm of these you callers. We got, jump, we, got, we got a couple of other calls, callers on the line. Go ahead, take it. All right, Jay. Hold on, my brother. Thank you. Unknown caller, is that you, brother Paul?
8: You, Baba Ochi. Yes, it's absolutely me and um pleasure to be able to uh, make a contribution on your show. Absolutely.
2: Well you do all the time, you know. That's that's the piece you sent me. Uh and uh that I that, that I played and basically talking about the America's ineptness, <laughs> you know, in in its uh, false belief and it is self-importance, you know, that's America, man. And and of Literally, course,
8: and um, the point you make about uh, um, America being the um, military arm of the, the Europeans is a, is quite potent, and mm-hmm. the reality of it is uh, um absolutely true, absolutely true and um you know you know i want I want to mention this uh, I've been thinking of it lately uh, there's a thing which uh, which I like to refer to as distraction right and i I feel now that uh, this is being um, weaponized distraction by um populace it's being dis obviously and intently distracted. I haven't managed to put my finger on it to the ultimate reason why, but I think there's many reasons why we're being distracted. One of the reasons probably because of technology and the advancement of technology, they no longer need uh, the size of a wor- working force that they've had in the past. A lot of things have been computerized and mechanized. So they really don't need the amount of people workforce as they had previously i think that that's a part of it but i also feel that deep down in myself there's something even bigger than that i fully don't fully don't know what it is and i've seen some um i watched some information which is quite the box quite um and when i think about it First and foremost, uh, you know, America suggests that it's some astronauts, this planet, and on the moon, and uh, they teach that in the curriculums, especially in the UK, and I suppose in all European countries, that the Americans were the first to land on the moon. And I remember when I went to the science museum as a young, young, um, young boy in school they had uh, a makeup of this bar, which they suggest landed on the moon. And I, it just bemused me because I couldn't work out in my head what was possible. That small thing landed on the moon. And then the first question which really played with me, if they landed on the moon, it took so much energy to to leave the Earth. A rocket. how 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 did that small thing to pull away from the moon and travel all the way back, back to Earth. Well, I looked into it, and I'm not. I, I like to think I'm not an idiot. The reality of it is, I've come to the conclusion they never went to the moon. <laughs> I'm not no, brother Paul. I'm
2: laughing because I've been saying that for decades. I've been saying that for you know, decades. It, and it, check this, brother, impossible. brother, brother no, Paul. It? Check it out. And, and, and what you're saying okay. is on point because. Today, to at this very moment, they they don't have the information about how they got to the moon. They say that it was lost. Can you imagine that? They said yeah, yeah, how they didn't they... go there. You never went there. Exactly. They never went to the moon. But
8: you're because not supposed one, to one one evening, and it's amazing. It's amazing how they've done this. Yeah. And I have to give it to them how they managed to Cock to lie and sew it to the world to the extent that your even your parents will sew it to you. Well, see, I did ask them questions. Me, you yeah. know, I was disappointed because I couldn't work out. You they show you this thing with almost like pin four around it, mm-hmm. and in my head, I'm saying to myself, How did that get off? Yeah. when you ask them, you try and shut you up like you're talking nonsense. But as I, you know, as I got older, I've looked at it and I found out about the Van Elton belt. The right, Van the Van Allen, Allen belt. belt,
2: the Van Allen belt, which would oh, there you go, Paul. Once again, which your is, research... Which, yeah.
8: According, according to his, he was a scientist and he decided that it's true because radio the, the, the radiation what comes from the sun it has to go somewhere, so mm-hmm. when it hits the earth, you get friction because so the earth is spinning, spinning around the sun, the sun's spinning, everything's spinning, it's radiation, right? And when electricity. Is friction, movement of neutrons, photons, radiation. You get radiation from your telly. You get radiation from your mobile phone. You get radiation from everything which is electrical. Okay, and the more it gives, the more radiation. So that's what the Van Al- Alten belt is: radiation. And no living body can pass G- through it. Can, no pass through it. Right. can pass through it. Right. All comes. They've gone up in aluminium or whatever metal they've used and they didn't die. And the other thing is, go and look at the... the, the um, I, I can't remember the exact figure, but if you go and look at how fast the Earth is spinning, and then you go and look at how far away the moon is, and how fast that's spinning, you then quickly realise that they're telling absolute lies. And let me tell you what else they're lying about. They're telling you about this satellite which they sent out, Discovery, or whatever they call it, is travelling around the space and taking all these... gone out of the universe. That is a total... Crap! And let me tell you why it's bull crap. How is it that this thing has never been hit by a, a uh,
2: asteroid um, or anything? A, a right?
8: Asteroid? Yeah. Powering this thing. I no ask these questions because you have been indoctrinated not to ask questions. You've been indoctrinated just to follow some nonsense. Okay. Just like 9/11. 11, right? When they tell you planes, no planes went into that building. That was a Hollywood. CIA, um, um, CGI things. That's what they did. No planes went into it. What oh, ran those areas? You can't even see the sky. Who was filming that?
2: Well, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to tell you what, Paul, I'm not going to debate whether or not those planes hit the World Trade Center or or Building 7 was uh, uh, when the, when the, when those buildings came down and imploded it, 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 fire jumped from that building over to Building 7, which is about a block or so away and caused it to collapse a few hours later, which looked like a definite demolition falling into its own, I'm not going to argue that, I'm not going to argue the fact that in, uh, uh, in 9-11, in, in, uh, shanksville pennsylvania where uh these guys were on a plane using cell phones talking about to their loved ones that they're gonna die and they're gonna bum rush the cockpit give these cats a beat down and the plane crashes in a field in shanksville and you don't find nothing i'm not gonna argue the fact but i will argue the fact paul because you could never make me believe that a plane in the washington dc area was flying so fast and so low that when the nose of the plane hit the Pentagon, the plane disintegrated. You don't see no wings. Oh, exactly. You don't see no tail. You don't see no engine. There are no imprints in the side of that Pentagon, which is the side where the uh, uh, financial issues were being dealt with. Because the day before that, a day before that, Rumsfeld had a press conference talking about the billions of dollars or trillions of dollars that were lost
8: at the Pentagon. At that site and on the same side of the building. You're, you're, but Ochi, you are a conscious and a highly intelligent elder, right? And the reality of it is you do not need to argue with fools. And the reality <laughs> is, you know, your consciousness or your intelligence tells you you're being lied to. And... Since our interaction people, even when they met the, the people they call Indians in, in America, which are the indigenous people of America, they, right. they, they told them straight, the white man speaks with forked tongues. What does that mean? That he, what he says, what he means, okay? He's been lying to us, coming to contact with him, and it amazes me today. Do You know what amazes me more than anything, Baba Ochi? Is that people who claim to be conscious, Follow their politics. Talk about their politics. Indep their mind in their politics. When these people are nothing but liars and deceivers, but they they want to use arguments caught in these people's politics. Listen, man, these are distractions. They're nothing. Absolute distractions.
2: Exactly, hey brother. Hey, Brother Paul, I want you to do me a favor, man, To hold on because I got a few other callers here. I'm going to try to get them in before the close of the hour. I know we're going to go a little bit over, so just hold on, okay, Brother Paul? Thank you. 919-768. 919-768, good afternoon. Good afternoon,
7: Brother
2: Oshi. Hey, Baba. How are you, sir?
7: I'm doing just fine. Good. How are you doing? I'm
2: doing well. I'm doing well. Feeling good. Uh,
7: okay. I just wanted to mention: uh, United States has between 750 and 800 military bases around the world.
2: That's man. I, when he see that's also in that piece that Brother Paul sent me that I played earlier. He just said over 700. That's crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous.
7: Yeah, 750.
2: Because they're the world's but, police you know, state. They're 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 the world's policemen. They're the ones. The United States, once again, is the military arm of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Yes.
7: See, white people have never been able to maintain any type of economy or or what you could call society or civilization. They can't maintain it because basically they don't understand balance.
2: mm my art, yes. See, go ahead, Baba. Balance. Preach balance. Yes.
7: Nothing, nothing. No, you can't sustain anything without balance.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: Nature is is everything in nature is in balance. Yes. Teach. Nature recycles everything. Nature is balanced, and Europeans do not understand balance. Capitalism is not balanced.
2: Yes. Capitalism is
7: greed. Greed is not Mm -hmm. Mm balanced. And so African people had to uh, save Europeans two times already. The, the, The first renaissance and the second renaissance in Europe, it came from the Africans. When the Romans and the Greeks came in, and took all that knowledge back to Europe. And then they went into a dark ages, and then the Moors went in there and did it a second time.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes.
7: Because of what the the, the technology... Uh, they took the technology, they took the results of the technology, but they never understood how to apply the technology because they didn't understand balance. Mm-hmm. It was like they take the goose to lay the golden eggs and they're going to cut the goose open to get all the eggs out. <laughs>
4: hmm
7: You know, they don't understand balance. So every that's why we keep going into these recessions and then these tax problems and then they have to, and the United States basically, to keep itself going, has stolen from other places. Yes. On a consistent basis. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just just one last thing. In 1883, 84, they had the Berlin Conference. Mm -hmm. And they partitioned up Africa, what all the the countries in Europe was going to take. Yes. All of those countries that participated in the Berlin Conference and the scramble for Africa, where are they at economically right now?
2: Disarray. Yep. Yeah, Belgium.
7: But what they took out of Africa, it should have lasted them 20 or 30 lifetimes. Mm -hmm. Yep. But they're like a drunken man when he gets paid.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir, Baba. I tell you. I thank you for this. Okay. I thank you for this. All right, Baba. Peace to you. Have a good weekend. Okay? Yeah. All right. Okay, thank you. 919-430. 919-430. Good afternoon. Okay, they just want to listen. That's cool. Mama Nabantu.
7: Yeah, I missed uh, most of the show and I was just calling back to see if there's anybody talking.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. We had a number of people talking. I played a lot and in fact, I I played the piece from the Pan African Federalist Movement on 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 the resources that Africa has and why we need to go back home. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah.
5: That's great. Yep. That's Always.
2: Good. You know it's sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. Mama Nabantu. Yeah, we're at, right. we're at that top of the hour. Peace. Yeah. Let me uh, get in Jay for a couple of words here. Jay, you with me, man? All right let me get brother paul brother paul you got any last words man for this before we close out on this weekend
8: but reason why we are being distracted mm mm-hmm. weapon of distraction cuz so, there's an ongoing genocide i think an a, a genocide far worse than a war because in a war you have a chance to fight sure, back sure
2: yeah exactly
8: who have the ability to exactly fight back. Other mm-hmm. sides do not have the ability to fight back and because a lot of times you don't know what's because it, a lot of times you don't
2: know what is happening only thing you know is that you know those you, around been you are so dying
8: don't even believe war you're so distracted that you're even helping the enemy yes i work for the enemy you you supply for the enemy you do everything for the enemy so i don't know how you're going to win that that's not a war that means you're that's a genocide you are being annihilated and that is why we're so being distracted Mm -hmm. because most of us don't know we're being annihilated off the earth it's not going to happen in the future it's happening now we are being taken out. Look at North Africa. Mm-hmm. There used to be Africans there. There used to be Africans in the place where you call the Middle East. There used to be Africans there. What?
2: They're
5: gone. There's
8: there anymore. What do you think happened to them? I do, I do believe there was Africans in America, but where are they gone? There was Africans all over this planet. They've been annihilated. That's what's happened mm-hmm. to us today. So this is the last thing I'll say to you, Baba yeah. Oji. If we don't wake up and and move away from the distractions, the entertainment, the television, the the mass-manipulating media, if we don't move our minds away from these distractions and concentrate on one thing, that's our defense. How are we going to defend ourselves and overthrow our, our, our adversaries and our attackers? Leave it there.
2: I hear you, Brother Paul. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Have a blessed and wonderful weekend. Hope to hear you on next week, my brother. Okay?
8: Take care, brother. Keep up the good work. Keep the fire burning.
2: Right, always. Thank you, Brother Paul. 334, 334, good afternoon. 334. Good afternoon. I'm just listening on today. i doing a bunch of multitasking, but I'm recording the program. i <laughs> Yes. Well listen, I I I thought so because I knew when I threw that out there to hit start twice. You know to do that. And so when you didn't yes, do that, yes, yes. I just <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you brother for always being there and listening man. Okay? And and, and thank you for your patience, sir. I say. I say. All right. All Brothers right. and sisters, let me let me see if Baba wants to say something here. 505. 505. Good afternoon. Yeah, uh, OG, all I want to
7: say, are you taking care of yourself?
2: Yes, I am, Baba. I am. I'm feeling pretty good. That's all good. I got to say. Yep, I'm feeling Great pretty shelter. good, man. Thank you. It's yes. always good listening to you. but Take care of yourself. I will, sir. All right, you take. It. You have a good weekend, Baba. You okay, too. peace. Thank you. All right, brothers and sisters, we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko: "The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds." Of the oppressed, this program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind, but not just the mind, but the mine. Because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources everybody wants. Think they can't do without, and they show the hell, damn it, don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful weekend. Be safe. Shemhotep means go in peace. Asante sana means thank you. Hardier Before it means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. Have a blessed and wonderful and safe weekend, family. Hope to see you on Monday. Take care.